yeah, happy comic book day, and thank you to Bad Mary for that too sweet playing. Welcome all you four-color funny book aficionados. This is U.S. Comics Cast, Chapter 2, Episode 7, Two Topics, 60 Minutes for the People. I'm John Rivera, the CEO and co-founder of USU Comics. And that makes me the C. Hello, and producer and co-creator of U.S. Comics, Charlie, the youngest 36-year-old on the planet, Rivera. We are days, days removed from the birth of your favorite podcast host, and all I can ask. Come on, the holiday's done. My dear brother. Sir. Happy comic book day to you, my friend. Happy comic book day to you, but that is in no way... A question. How are you this was fine more, comic was book day, son? I'm fantastic. I have to be honest. I had, a, I had the perfect birthday, which if you guys need the formula, pandemic or no po- pandemic, you for the most part, just leave me alone. Give <laughs> me like three or four of my favorite people. Give me some delicious pizza. <laughs> give me an egg sandwich in the morning. And I am good to go. So I return it to you, my friend, because I'm still riding that. A man of simple tastes. Exactly. And I'm riding that birthday happiness uh, all throughout the week. How are you doing? Carbohydrate pony. I'm good, man. You know, just uh, sitting here doing what I'm doing, kind of uh, getting back into the flow of things. Obviously, we put the holiday behind us. uh, And now we're just like, at this point, we're we're full speed ahead uh, to spring training. (laughs) <laughs> so, so I'm just anxiously watching the clock, seeing when pitches and catches report, because that's really the next hurdle that I have to uh, to, to leap. I dig it. I see I, very similarly. Uh, and, and don't get me wrong. I love me. My Mets. I love my Giants. I love my Rangers. But even more than that, I do love this world that we've thrust ourselves into mm. so much. So I, I this week I was very, very reminded of my nerd roots right after vhs right on on the kind of day one of dvds i remember there was a lot of talk about people just being like who cares about a d so widescreen schmidescreen it was never the picture format i never had a good enough eye to really appreciate like oh we're getting more we're getting what's going on on the sides i'm like i don't care (laughs) what i did love about dvds back in the day it's finally coming back into the pop culture zeitgeist in a big way my favorite thing on old DVDs were things like director commentaries. Oh, more oh than yeah. even, like the overtracks. Yeah, the but more than even that, gun to my head, what's my favorite thing about just other than your headset exploding? <laughs> it just full on explode. My favorite thing about DVDs were the special features. More than anything else, it was the 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 side stuff. If you called it a special feature, a behind the scenes uh, bit of footage, they seeing auditions. had Charlie's money. He was like, Yeah, I li- like, and when they started being like two discs, I was like, well, Cool, you jets, you come with full screen, widescreen, director's commentary, <laughs> cool, cool, cool. and, and freaking like this, this behind the scenes look, these mini documentaries. And in Kevin yeah. Smith's films, there would sometimes be like huge hour and a half. Like every day, you would see a little oh, yeah. bit of the production. Well, it's it's two movies with the Kevin Smith uh, discs, be- <laughs> literally, because you're getting like the full length movie, and then you're getting 
of a full-length movie and a half-length documentary about the making of yeah. what we have for lunch that day. Um, yeah, like that's it's, just it, good solid material. It's it just, hours of entertainment, and that's like when I'm invested in these worlds, Ghostbusters, Star Wars. When these worlds are so important to me, I want to know everything. I want to know the first pitch meeting. So what was amazing is a man who we worship at the altar of, John Favreau, used to have an amazing show where he would sit around with different directors or Chef? actors and just, what's that? Chef, you're talking about? No, no, not just not just Chef, but the man behind Chef and the man yeah, behind. I, I know, that was a joke. Oh, oh it didn't land well. Look uh, behind you, buddy. <laughs> How dare you? Um, but what's really cool is the Mandalorian kind of did that. Specifically with season one, of they course, had yeah. this really amazing behind-the-scenes stories being told. But the Mandalorian, and season two was lesser because of COVID, but finally Marvel has kind of used that, I suppose, and they announced this week Avengers Assembled. Yes. It's a docu-series about all of the films. They could do an episode of film and they need like 30 episodes. Yeah. I am sure. so excited. This yeah, yeah. when you talk about all the Marvel the Disney Plus shows, everyone's like, "Oh, we're going to see maybe we'll see Nebula." Like, you know what? As awesome as that is <laughs> and as absolutely I would show up for it. This is the thing I, I want to hear about that meeting. Yeah, you are. When, you, I, I gotta say, as a spectator uh, of your excitement level, <laughs> you are geeked up to to a point that even surprises me. And I have been witness to multiple geek outs on your pout. Holy it's shit! It's you know, wow. there's just there's just something just from the anecdotal stories I know about these films. Yeah. I can't wait, and I don't think they'll dive into. A ton of the drama, but there's some stuff you can't avoid. There have well, been two actors to play War Machine. You almost have to at least right, mention right. that. Well, well, and, here's the here's the thing. If I could just interject, please, um, please. Otherwise, I'll never stop. Clearly, <laughs> I'm just gushing. It's like you're just going on and on about He-Man or something like that. It's ridiculous. Come on, bro. It's not Nobody's my topic, got time for but... that. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, from what I understood about about the reading of the upcoming uh, assembled series is that uh, it's really going to pick up with WandaVision because it's going to be a little bit more introspective than even uh, the, the Kevin Smith-esque entries into this uh, format. So it's really going to be like almost a page for page. This is how we did this. And this is what we were thinking of when we did that, like the, the round table mentality. So more so than kind of the, the prior entries that we've gotten into the Marvel Universe. Because look, if you're talking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the Marvel has uh, an established TV presence for many years before Disney+. Plus. Mm -hmm. Now, they were mostly stinkers. So they're not going to bore us to tears. Well, this didn't work, and you hated this. Nobody watched this. Like, all, all of that content doesn't need to be aired. So there's so not going to be an episode on the Inhumans? There is not. There is not an Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., Need not apply. Oh, they, they love. They People don't need to update their IMDb page with their. Yeah, we were unassembled. No, you weren't. No, <laughs> you weren't. No, but but again, from what I understand, it's going to be Wandavision moving forward because it's really going to be that. Oh, really? Yeah, it's going to be really be that that real nuts and bolts of That's the awesome. you know the, the the point of the scene, so to speak, and and what how, what their intention was, uh, you know, in crafting the particular episode and moment, which. Truth be told, now that I'm hearing myself say it, I've almost talked myself into it because what better way to, to go into all of that 
real, real insider view than than WandaVision. I mean, there are people who still now are are six uh, episodes deep and like, wait, what happened in episode two? Why now? And the who? The what now? So uh, so yeah. it's, it's a good, especially because they'll air after the season has wrapped up like like uh, the mandalorian yeah. uh did as well so it's it's perfect so you you'll have you'll have be able to consume the entire season proper then you're going to have this second uh the second dvd the it second kind, it kind of changes my my third rewatch because mm. as of right now i have my heart really set on the minute I see that finale, I'm going to live in it for like the rest of the day. Sure. I'm probably going to try to watch it twice. Allegedly, the last couple episodes are an hour long, they are. which I'm I so read excited for. Uh, with that being said, I usually watch the episodes when they come out. I usually watch them twice. I watch them that first time. Then the second time I watch them being like, did they say kick ass? Because both actors uh, play quicks. Like that's the the kind of I more said fun. it twice. Yeah. But now what I want to do when that when the series is behind me. You know, Jess and I are going to sit down and, and rewatch all of it. But I've kind of already said to myself, like, I'm not going to rewatch episode one and two. Um, just because I, I don't, I, as of right now, it doesn't feel. Could be missing stuff, brother. Like, I'm could sure. Be missing stuff. But what's going to be exciting is then if I get to watch the assembled on it, then I get to go back that third time and really, like, did, they said that the grip in the scene dropped You're his just coffee. Gonna tie the, the napkin around your neck, just pick up the knife and fork and just rub them together, just ready to consume every I, little detail. I mean, I feel like the one, thing, the one thing that this era uh, included, I think COVID hasn't helped it, but a lot of stuff is so, it's, it's you're kind of always looking for the next fix of what to do. <laughs> and in a world where we like can't see each other, you and I have very Ooh. limited interactions. I feel like a lot of stuff like comes and goes without a, a third thought. And the cool thing WandaVision has done is it kind of forces you to be like, you get one a week now, Charlie. <laughs> you can't eat a sleeve of Girl Scout cookies. You're allowed one a day. So th there is kind of something cool about getting to getting to live in it. But like all things, if it's popular, I'm sure they'll go back because the one very odd thing about disney movies uh the disney marvel movies specifically is they have a lot of bonus features but sure. not the ones that necessarily i'm interested in there's uh, a lot of like really? oh look how interesting this vfx stuff that's i love amazing special effects and even crappy special effects i'm a, a product of of what brought me to the show 80s and 90s <laughs> um you know movies and television there's something that i've never been satisfied by like oh the way that we recorded the the hud shot for iron man was i'm like blah, blah, blah. oh the, you're kidding me the one that oh, the the technical aspects of of the uh the the star wars the mandalorian kind of behind the scenes well that's that's, that's even that's that's that might be the most fascinating thing that's so beyond like that's the exception that proves the rule it's so that's beyond the exception it that proves charlie wrong <laughs> or like it's weird because the side the 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 digital effects do a lot less to fascinate me than like practical effects because then they're talking about like how they made nebula blue and i'm like this i watch a series well, about well, well again painting her firstly um uh the the way mandalorian did more so of the practical effects and and the visualization which is the reason why and we talk about this here almost uh, uh almost incessantly but um 
it's very much the reason why Mandalorian feels right. It feels like Star Wars, and it looks like Star Wars, even though they are, you know, they, they are, um, you know, they're they're digitally creating so yeah. much of what we're seeing. But it's still look. It's like the Matrix. You plug me in. If I could <laughs> taste it, if I could smell it, if I could feel it, it may as well be real, baby. Leave me. Leave I mean, me plugged we're, in. We're on record. We'd be cipher. We wouldn't. Oh be yeah, yeah. We'd be like, yeah. For, you can plug me back in. Plug me back in. I miss chocolate. Make me feel. I would always, be. Though. Move over, cipher. Here comes something leaner and with better <laughs> hair. <laughs> you would rat out cipher just so you could take the deal. Oh, this yeah. motherfucker ain't with us, bro. But, or I would spoon him and be like get in his pod with just sur surrounded by pink sludge, smile on my face. I don't even I care. Love just those spaghettios. The 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 other side of this Marvel assembled uh gimmick. Yeah. What it always leads to is it leads to like YouTube channels and YouTube documentarians doing like the unofficial version like because there will be someone that's like are you well, calling your shot i wish uh i wish Stay i had for another I, I, of charlie i wish i had the research the uh, time that these people pour into their work because some of it is just absolutely crazy like i'm dying to know what happened with that original ant-man script one day sooner than later it's gonna get released and i'm gonna get to like read it or speculate on it or imagine uh what it would have done or how it would have fit in that's like geek culture has this whole other thing where i fell deep down the he-man tunnel after last week's episode you are very watched, welcome sir i've watched like a hundred hours of like how they made the he-man classics line i've done all sorts of research on the new toy line there's rumor and innuendo about kevin smith's he-man revelations getting a different toy line and i again not a not to dive too deep into too it late. now too late. but i i literally reached out to you to be like i figured out the toy line like we haven't published yet like oh the the hypothetical toy line for the comic that we have yet to go to print on cool 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 <laughs> there's plenty of other stuff on the to-do list that i would actually help the product and i'm and like drawing dry tears streaming down my face oh, you're out of tears it's just like little puffs of air yeah yeah uh, exactly. there, that's what you get for being talented in a different way than i am but i am fully fully prepared but it leads me to ask you this. So now that yes. Marvel Assembled is on. Because you're almost pulling a He-Man right now. <laughs> the the fact that they now have the, kind of opened up this Pandora's box. Yeah. Is there a specific Marvel movie or Marvel TV show, even if it was announced, that you're just like dying to get inside baseball on? Or does it not really resonate that way for you? No, it, 100% it does. I mean, and then the thing about it is it's one of those mathematical equations where the more that I love the 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 showstopper, right? The the main event, the more that I'm gonna want to peek behind the curtain and be like, how they do that aspect of it. So yeah, yeah, of course, I'm very much, um, very very much interested in the how they do that. Aspect which movie? Which which movie um, makes you like the that's most upcoming, curious. or that's that's already been done? Uh, no, of uh, either either of something well, well, that's gonna come out or right. Um, yeah, I mean, truth. Truth be told, uh, specifically the the Black Panther world, the the Wakanda world, that's going to further be uh, examined in the mm -hmm. ongoing series. I I'm very much looking forward to see the inner workings uh, for a few reasons: morbid curiosity for certain, 
um, because I, I particularly do like the way that they're going with that part of the storytelling uh, in the in the Marvel Extended Universe. But also, we haven't really seen that mm. anywhere. Never forget about Disney. Uh, we haven't really seen it on on H. I mean, HBO is dabbling in it. You know, Lovecraft Country just did a very very go good oh, job man. of inside view. So and good. it's a it, it, you know when you're talking about a different experience than your own. Then that's that's what piques my personal interest just as much as I, I can't wait for like some kind of Latin American or uh, oh, Latinx yeah. type uh, uh, you know infusion of entertainment to hit for the general population. Um, that's something that I'm familiar with already. So in a circumstance like that, I might even be less likely to sit back and uh, kind of watch because it's like being in class already knowing the yeah. sort of material that's being covered. So like move on already, let's go. Um, I, I may be more interested in in something like again the the ongoing Wakanda series. Well, what yeah. about you? For me, the big thing I would love is even if it was just like an in depth interview with uh, with Paul Feig about the Netflix shows. I would love to okay. know because th those were they weren't his, but they were in right. his. They literally went in his backyard to play with toys he wasn't using. Yeah, well, he lent out toys so they could play. And, and they literally them. like referenced stuff he did. Yeah. And I always wondered if ever there was a moment where he was like, I fucked up. I could really use a Punisher right now. I could really use a Jessica Jones. Like that's, and, and honestly, it could even be a sit down interview of like, did you even want, like, if it was me? And it was something so close to the work I was doing, getting praised for. I would watch with such a like, why did you, why would they do? I would right. be delirious and besides myself calling you, be like, you see what they fucking did with Luke Cage? He's not supposed to have a suit yet. That's for my, like, I would just love to know if there was any version of him like panicked about it or if he right. was just too fucking busy to notice. I could so see if he was like a, a helicopter parent. Yeah. Or if it was more like they were latchkey kids and they were just fended for themselves. I mean, one has to wonder because the end results are so wildly different. Yeah. Um, you have to wonder like how how hands on, how much oversight did they get? That's that's interesting. I do have to tell you this, and it's maybe just because I know you so well personally. This sounds more so, uh, like a this is the interview I want to conduct with the guy. So whoever can make it happen, make it happen. Gavin. I would, I, and I specifically want to do like the John Favreau, like let's go to a nice restaurant. Let's have a <laughs> meal and chit chat so that you're nice and full. And you had a couple cocktails. Appreciated. And then I want to ask the most like, so when people were pissed about black widow being a scoop, suit, like what, like those are of course the nerdy questions. As much as I would love to pretend I would just sit there and gush over his body work, instead it would wind up accusatory. Be like, why not Matt Murdock? Why not his time? But with all that said, John. Charlie's just dying to get into a fight with the guy. I think it's time to start the show, but there is one very special way we start every show, and oh, that, yeah. of course, is Han shot first. Han shot first, man. There's no doubt about it. Put him up, baby. Woo! Mm. Woo! I poured that tall because it was a double gumper. <laughs> My friend, you Oops. are first today. Let me know when you're ready for yes, your clock. Uh, you can start my clock. I just dropped I dropped my shot glass. Nice. I'm petrified that this is going to be a prop. Let me just pick that up real I quick. I feel like a prop's coming. I'm very nervous about how long you've been roll gone. under the desk? What, what happened here? This is very shtick happening right now. And you know it. 
for those of you just listening to the podcast, John has busted out a very MJF style scarf. Just come on, music. Come on, music. Ladies and gentlemen, unless you are deaf, dumb, blind, or distracted, you already know my name is John Raymond Jacob Rivera, the plant based picaroon, and I am the fastest rising star in the history of professional comic book podcasting. But for this segment, you can just call me JRJR. And I am joined by my best friend, my biological brother, my protege, the Long Island Lothario, the Puerto Rican Reaper, the Charlentine's Day Cupid, and the oldest 35-year-old summer bitch in the business. He's better than you, and you know it. Happy official belated birthday, Charlie. <laughs> Thank you. This was yes. this boy, oh boy. I could not move you along fast enough where you're like, Woo, my birthday, my birthday. Everybody, <laughs> everybody celebrate me. You needy, needy <laughs> bastard. Holy it's shit. true. Oh. It's true. I couldn't get through it fast enough. I'm like, okay, let's go, let's go, let's go. This then is- you went on to rant for 20 minutes on like a, just a casual topic. I'm like, look, you're lucky I'm not cutting your topic. It's only because of your very recent birthday that I'm going to allow you to actually have a full topic later on in the show. But I have to say, and begrudgingly, uh, begrudgingly, I have to admit that it was Charlie who helped me see the light. As a child of the 80s, I grew up in the Hulk Hogan, Ultimate Warrior, uh, Randy Savage, Andre the Giant era of the game. So anything that came along after the fact to me was going to (laughs) be... Now it took a little bubbling Charlie. He wanted to borrow my clothes first. Then he wanted to borrow the cologne. And then he thought he was going to tell me what I needed to be watching, but he was just tugging, tugging. Ooh, John, John, oh, you little pant leg. Ooh. Granted, he was taller than me already at six years old, but that's not the point. He said, John, you have to watch this new era of wrestling, the attitude era, if you will. And I said, yeah, if it'll shut you up for five fucking minutes, okay, I will watch it. And dad gummit, Charlie was right. You don't hear those words coming out of my mouth way too often. But in this case, or anyone, Charlie was right. It was the it was the era of the rock. It was the era of stone cold. It was the era of the milk fettingest American hero that you've ever had. The champion, the Olympic gold medal winning with the neck broken Kurt motherfucking angle. And Charlie was right. It was a new era. For me, wrestling was reborn. But you know, though, nothing lasts forever, Charlie. It's true. Nothing lasts forever. It's and uh, slowly but surely, I started ooh, I started uh, uh, <laughs> edging away from it. Edging away from it. But you know what, Charlie, because he loves me and he respects me, and frankly, he's sometimes lonely, he dragged me back in. And he said, Charlie, John, there's some new shit, son. There's some new stuff. This is the indie circuit. They're doing all kinds of crazy shit that you've never thought of. And you know what? Charlie was right yet again. 
He shocked the pundits. He shook off statistics. He said, I am going to get two in a row, two, two, two times in a row. And Charlie was right. He was right. Not just handsome, but apparently very smart too. So this new era, and we find ourselves currently in it, you'll often hear him babbling on about uh, new wrestling promotions that you've never heard of, and he is completely justified to doing so. Um, But, Charlie, you know what really, really kind of uh, gave my undercarriage a bit of a how's your father? (laughs) It's the fact that it's not just you that seems to know the secret. Wrestlers are everywhere. It's true. That's they are that's a fact. everywhere right now. And if you want to just to um, if you want to just to look at the accomplishments of somebody like Dwayne the Rock Johnson, you could literally sit down on your couch and watch multiple Rocky projects. All the, like you can marathon Rocky shit <laughs> it's true. at this point. Um, you know he has a new series, the the young the the young Rock. Um, where he's kind of like doing a, a Chris Rock uh, scenario, and it's stories from his real life, and and this and that. Um, Fanny pack and all. I mean, but <laughs> those the turtlenecks have been amazing. Yes. Um, if you just look at the comic book movies, though, you see wrestlers everywhere. If you look at, uh, you know, the Mandalorian has them. Um, uh, what's Sasha the Banks. Sasha Banks. She's in Mandalorian. You have uh, you you you've got wrestlers in Guardians of the Galaxy. Dave Batista. You've got wrestler. I mean, you have wrestlers every damn place. So my question to you, Charlie, because I don't want to pull He Man and go on and on until the the goal sounds. My question to you, Charlie, is thus far, running the full gamut of the wrestlers taking over entertainment. What thus far has been your favorite? Or we'll, we'll go through a few of them. This is this is a Charlie centric. This is actually your last gift. We're allowed to talk about wrestling on Yay! a comic book podcast. L- let's let's go over some of the notable wrestlers that have shown up in our comic book properties. Uh, you know, for me, the first one that was like just it blew my socks off it wasn't it wasn't Dwayne, although he had many at bats and i believe was the other half of this cameo but the rock and lita made an appearance on star trek voyager which was oh, wow. like star trek's one of those franchises that i like from a distance i don't have the little like lapel like boop, boop, beam my ass up but the <laughs> minute you threw in space lita and and they added like gills to to Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, I was in, and ever since then, there's been these these cameos are sometimes my favorite. Rock in the Mummy Returns, and then of Some course of Scorpion are, are King. Far more than cameos. Well, you Some know they're they're taking like star freaking turns. John Cena, which give him credit. <laughs> Give him credit. He's not my favorite wrestler, to say the <laughs> least. That's the softest way that I can say that. Yeah. Just in case, God forbid, he hears this and comes knocking on my door. Um, but um, he, not only does he have a, a pivotal role in you know in the upcoming movie, but if if my ears are not Suicide to be, Squad, yeah, yeah, I mean he's gonna have a spinoff. Yeah, he's getting a series on that HBO Max. That is unbelievable. Uh, I think it's fuck. Here comes Peacemaker, and uh, That's th- th- you know it's really kind of cool about specifically the John Cena uh, as Peacemaker. 
this character is clearly spinning out of a movie that's the least john cena shit that's ever existed and he even described it and it was the first time ever that i was like oh wait maybe this guy can give me content that i like really yeah not make like, me res- like i respect you. his everywhere. wrestling where yeah you're everywhere I my eyes rolled when he was gonna show up in Fast and Furious. When I heard he was gonna be in Suicide Squad, I was like, "Fuck! I hope his head explodes." But were the you minute he were just... you afraid that John Cena would ruin the 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 masterwork that is Fast and the Furious? Yes. Uh I was also afraid he would ruin Suicide Squad, which arguably first one stunk. But the he describes Peacemaker exactly how I'd want him to, and he's like, "Imagine Captain America if he was an asshole." And I was like, no, "John Cena's an asshole." Yeah, yeah. The, the fucking thugonomics are back. Um, there's that's when I I personally find it when a character is so not their wrestling persona. So like all right, the right, Marine right. movies can go kick rock. Sorry, Miz. Yeah, they're, they're, Sorry, they're uh, John Moxley. Those all like they're so generic to me yeah. but well, when sasha you, banks shows up as raised, a fucking mandalorian yeah and and even debatably something like that is not uh, besides the fact that it happened like in space um you know she wasn't so so far off of character she's like a badass but um stone cold showing up in, in the whole nine yards like that is Fantastic. that's the type of stuff where you like you you can't help but start rooting for yeah. a wrestler who maybe you didn't root for. I mean, uh, or even somebody like a, like a, a passing, you know, a, a passing fleeting moment on the big screen. When you saw Kevin Nash in one of the Fifty Seven Punishers that they attempted to do, like, yeah, and he was he was rocking like the the sharp blonde flat top. You're like, oh god, I I kind of do want to see you get your ass kicked right now, like, but damn Diesel. What's 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 fucking cooking? Also, uh, Kevin Nash, probably my second favorite cameo ever, or not? I guess it's still a cameo. Motherfucking Super Shredder in Secret of the Ooze. Listen, He's the all man behind them prosthetics, dude. If you want to go, if you want to throw it all the way back, well, for me, all the oh, way back, maybe the best cameo of all time. Well, again, the cameo is strong. And Jesse star. fucking Ventura. Oh, popping up in Predator. Absolutely. You know where like I thought you is- were. You know where I thought you were going? Because Jesse Ventura, a badass being badass, and they bought the peanut. The <laughs> the man. It's not my fault being bigger and stronger. <laughs> I could kill you now. Like that's uh, that's and- gotta be the king of the hill wrestler showing up and dominating. dominating the screen he's still i mean here's the thing too like you have basically an eight foot tall you know 500 (laughs) pound person saying like he stole the scene he could steal whatever he wanted and stay on site and wait for the cops to come he wouldn't care he's like yeah well you know cops aren't gonna do shit he'd throw a boulder at them uh but all those even even you think of uh, again talking about things that one day will make amazing documentaries you look at even someone who never in the wwe system never made it past upper mid card you look at cody rhodes the grandson of a plumber the the main face of now aew he did a couple guest spots on arrow and he played a like a bad a recurring bad guy but not recurring like Lionel Luther kept showing up in Smallville. I think he has maybe three episodes to his credit, 
built a good enough relationship with that team that they wanted to keep using him, built a good enough relationship with the star of Arrow. Well, here's that- the thing. These are these are athletes first. Yeah. Right? We, we, we don't want to uh, describe things in uh, incorrectly. You know, actors, working actors, when they put together their theatrical or, or cinematic TV resumes, they always wrap it up with special skills. Right. Oh, I can fence. I can ride a horse. <laughs> yeah. I've got a valid license. Things like that. Um, wrestlers, on the other hand, their special skills start. They're like, oh, I could do a five-star frog splash <laughs> off the 19th rope, top of the cage. Like exactly. this is all the physicality stuff comes first. And then afterwards, oh, I, I studied at Juilliard and I was a fine fellow over at Oxblood Academy. So so you when you have Oxblood. these particular <laughs> these particular wrestlers that have they have another gear that they're able to um that it's not just the physicality. So for example, when I was doing my little research. For this topic again, this is the gift. Wrap it up, put another pink bow on it for you, Charlie. Done. Um, some somebody like Nathan Jones, yes. who was galactically underused, ill-used in his professional wrestling career. He is literally a mountain that has to be dealt with in Troy. And even just him sitting there, like my eyebrow went up. I'm like, I don't know, Brad Pitt, you better not. That's Nathan Jones. He's gonna straight up fuck you up. Um, Tyler Maine, yes, Sabretooth. The, yeah. These are these are are not forgettable passing cameos. The, these aren't super shredder scenarios. Yeah. These are like co-star level. Yeah, it, these guys have to, to do this end. Yeah, yeah. you're physical as hell. You're gonna toss around Logan here, also <laughs> as well as like we gotta believe. Don't kill him though. We, yeah, yeah, yeah. We gotta believe what you're doing, even. I mean, that's a great example, too, because that's not, you know, you don't necessarily need for that version of Sabretooth, the world's greatest actor. But uh, it, the guy can't show up and not fucking act. Well, he that's can't the thing. just be like, you, you don't want to spot? embarrass himself. Yeah. You know, um, now now here's here's where we'll, we'll wrap it up. So that being said, and having this plethora of of options coming our way, whether it's uh, now the extended Marvel universe, kind of like, you know, opening up doors to uh, to, to new talent all yeah. over the place because you still have your features. Now you have series. Everyone's been and those you have well. more and more and more roles that need to be filled. And look, I love him. He's America's ass, the whole nine yards. Chris Evans can't play every fucking character. <laughs> Although so, he tried. I mean, look, you know, he he's got a good agent. Uh, I'll ask you this, Charlie. Yeah. What wrestler that's out there right now killing it, stone cold killing it, like you bought two versions of their T-shirt just so you could cut the sleeves off of one. Um, who do you want to see get, an, get, a, get a, a shot in that capacity? Who do you want to see and how would you like to see him? That's a, that's a fucking amazing question. It is a and good I, question. And I, I know. love it. Uh, from, from New Japan, I think Tamatanga is so entertaining. I would love to see him in a in a comedy. I think if you point this guy at like the funny strong guy in a group, like if you did a hangover type movie uh-huh. where you had a, a couple strong actors to go with him, I think Tamatanga is funny as hell, but witty you, as hell. You don't have any specific, any specific, uh, um, like a property like a that you'd property? like to plug into. Yeah, I mean, look, there's that's, that's a great question. I love that's, that question. That's a good point. That's a good, um, <laughs> that's a good point. 
Uh, I agree. I am pretty smart and great. You know, I'll, 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 I'll double back to Tama because uh, the one that's now popping in the front of my head is, you know, because of COVID largely, Netflix wound up uh, canceling Glow. Uh, mm. Chavo Guerrero, uh, famously Eddie Guerrero's brother, I'm sorry, his, his nephew, I believe, um, felt like a brother at times, uh, and Carlito Colon of the Colon family and of WWE very recently, Carlito, uh, they play two brothers of one of the main, of the main women. So if they had to do a smaller cast, uh, like movie with that group, that family, uh, I think that would be absolutely amazing. Uh, for Tama, I would love him in any sort of buddy cop movie. Um, you know, the, I know Rock was already in one, but the other guys, if you wanted to do a sequel to the other guys without Will Ferrell and without, you know, uh, our boy from uh, one of the best boy bands, I guess, ever, his name currently eludes Marky Mark and the Funky Munch. What's his name? Mark, what's his last name? Mark Wahlberg? Mark Wahlberg. I you had like half of it. I could only remember Marky Mark. You know, like, I, I, know. I can only picture him in his underwear. Well, you know, it's you know, about you, man. As you should. You said America's ass. It has me all, uh, all. I make your memory. I don't, I don't care what you do with me your own time. Um, um no, no, I, I hear what you're saying, but I, I, I really wanted to sink, sink. I wanted you rather as the pivotal wrestling nerd as, as you are. Yeah. Um, I wanted you to get real specific, so I'll, I'll throw out an example. Give you a little, yes, please, a little pea brain, a little time I to think circulate. I have one. Um, I hope so. I hope so, because again. Set you set your boy up and he just on stage. I'm like, um, ah, as the played star wearing uh fellow would tell you himself, there is literally nothing that Maxwell Jacob Freeman can't do. There is nothing at all. That's and true. his attitude would also parlay so well into my inevitable requested kingdom come adaptation. Tell me that you cannot see in your mind's eye. Close your eyes and picture it. MJ motherfucking F as Magog. What? That's what? pretty perfect. Are you kidding That's me? That's pretty perfect. Are you kidding me? Now, here's the thing. Outside of uh, the, wrestling, uh, the wrestling world and maybe uh, Long Island, New York, Nobody really knows who MJF is. Yeah, maybe they have Not one yet. little goofy Charlie tugging at their pant legs like I did. Oh, you gotta watch! Check out these YouTube clips. Watch oh, MJF is everyone. so funny. <laughs> he hates everybody. And then you sit there and you're like, oh, he's a fucking dick. And before you even finish the thought, you are laughing because he is so good at what he does. He's He'll brutal. be the first to tell you. Him as Magog would be perfect. The swagger. The I'm better than you, Superman, and you know it attitude is as perfect as it gets. Yeah. And I'm not talking about myself in this stylish, this stylish scarf and matching chapeau. No, I'm talking about my casting and project. It's perfect. I got See, another one in the tank if and, you're not ready. And and I have to I have to say you I'm still in character, brother. I think your MJF <laughs> casting uh was perfect. I actually thought if when they eventually do their DC relaunch, he'd also make a wonderful Max Lord. Oh my god, here like we go. He, he so would, I give you all the every character in the I'm universe. I'm done. I'm every just saying, rapper out there. You're I'm like, just hey, you know who what popped play? in my head, you bastard. Oh my god. Uh, I also think uh, and, and I could probably, if you if you give me another week, I could probably cast everyone. Ooh. But if you gave me one property, 
uh, I could do the property plus AEW and almost net you the entire cast because AEW could put together a monster of a Street Fighter movie. Kenny Street Omega Fighter? as Ken would be fucking awesome. Uh, you have Akara Shida, could play Chung Lee. You could have Cody Rhodes play a version of Guile. That would just take me all the way where I need to be. Take the video game Guile, mix him with a little Jean-Claude Van Damme Guile, and you kind of get a Cody Rhodes Guile. And, and you, you don't even need a fake tattoo. American he has that American tat on his neck. And a goofy, <laughs> a, a goofy accent to go along with it. Makes no sense whatsoever. It's, um, it's the greatest. Um, you know what? You're I doing honestly, the entire promotion. Yeah. Um. I'm on. I want to bring it down to like pitchable. Think about the elevator pitches. Yes. And this is actually something that that we discussed. Um. Jason Momoa. Yeah. I feel was, uh, not not wasted. Wasted is a very strong word. Um, Misused. He was. He could have been used better as Lobo oh. than 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 jamming him jamming the square peg. Of Jason Momoa into the round, soft, fleshy hole of Aquaman, um, oh, but kind of like a like a spoim whale's blowhole. So, um, I desperately still want to see Lobo, um, but then I started thinking, if we can't obviously have Momoa, why not Roman Reigns? Oh my gosh, yeah. Lobo, that is dynamic because here's the thing. Just like from a wrestling point of view, I think most of us can agree, and actually pretty much everybody over in corporate at WWE would agree, they just don't fucking know what to do with this guy. He's got a great look. He can do it all. He's got the lineage. He's got the genealogies, I should say. Um, He would pick up the ball, so to speak, the proverbial ball, of my man Lobo, and he would run with it. The The worst part about it is you would have very much like his cousin, you would have a situation like Rocky where you're just waving at him uh, goodbye. You're, you're waving at him through the windows of your offices in Connecticut. You better make sure that contract is airtight <laughs> because once he blew up as Lobo and the character, you know, here again, here's a situation where not everybody knows him. Like most people would look at him and be like, oh, he kind of looks like yeah. Dwayne Johnson. Um, and similar to Lobo, they're like, Oh, he kind of looks like Dwayne Johnson if he like never went outside. Yeah. Um, you have a scenario where, much like, uh, much like with, with Magog, where the, the people's people already feel like they know Wonder Woman, they know Batman, they know Captain America, right? So if you plug in kind of like a relatively no name, even uh, if they could do it, everything physically and they have the chops to pull off the lines and script and bring it to life like you're catching those people unaware yeah and that was my point is like somebody like dave batista he shocked people who didn't know him like they sat back like who the fuck is this yeah yeah, yeah. great and he is great yeah and and in that vein i'm gonna hit you with with a couple lightning quick in case you, you have better. another one you're trying to get uh, your street cred back real quick i get it uh, the I indie would, shows are, are no joke i would love i would love i would Good. love i would love uh brandy rose could definitely pull off storm that would be amazing but in that same I, I, x-men movie i think john moxley would be such a great wolverine i really think he has that like go fuck yourself energy just irradiating off of him the problem though and again any wolverine casting for me that he's too tall 
It's just too fucking tall. Well, and actually, it's funny because wrestling in and of itself has the same problem. It doesn't make a difference if you have a seven-foot wrestler. If he's wrestling another <laughs> seven... Proportionally, they just look like two guys fighting. Granted, the ring is smaller. Yeah. You're like, why are those two guys fighting in like a, a shopping cart at Target? What the hell's going on? The other one I like can see that would be absolutely no one would go to the movie because of this guy's name. So it's another ensemble piece. But there's a wrestler, Marco Stunt. He's like two foot three inches. He has this wild giant hair, but he is an enigmatic some bitch. And you can kind of throw him around wherever you want. He'd be an amazing beast boy. He would be this like, oh. he's just awesome for it and he looks forever young so putting him on like a teen a teen team just fits perfectly um and 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 honestly with uh, with wwe like you said it they are kind of a factory that just makes these people who almost the thing they come with is the wrestling skill the thing they leave with is kind of the acting chops to at least pull it off so you're right it's always kind of dangerous knowing that they could kind of be pulled into the hollywood system sasha banks is a woman who's accomplished everything that she could possibly have wanted to accomplish so if you told me they were doing like we're doing a mandalorian series come on sasha come film with us for six months i'm pretty sure she's gonna be like please because yeah it's like yeah sasha banks is wb property but uh if you notice in those Star Wars credits, it's not credited as Sasha Banks from WWE. It's uh, it's uh, you know, I, I think her name is Mercedes oh, or something. Dude, when we awesome. were when we were going over the catching wrestlers in 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 like unexpected places, dude. When I'm when I'm sitting back and I got my arms behind my head, feet <laughs> up, and I'm watching Vikings, like, huh, stupid Vikings. You can't sail to Paris. Oh, you can. You can sail to Paris. Oh. How, how dumb of me. All of a sudden, um, smoke then all goes sudden, up. You think you know me. You think you know me. And Edge comes running Edge out. Just comes strolling into, into frame. And he shoots an Edge score. <laughs> He's a Canadian, so he'll appreciate that. Uh, that was that was awesome and yeah, unexpected and absolutely a birthday gift. Happy. And I loved happy birthday every minute but sincerely expect me to post fan art soon of my full on oh my god I can cast the entirety of street fighter with Wait, AEW. i refuse to relinquish my microphone now much like a, a run-in job charlie the entire impetus of this concept this this oh, moment yeah, yeah. charlie Famously, here in the U.S. Comics offices, Charlie tagged a wrestler, cast him. Oh, Drew. <laughs> it led to this entire topic, oh, and Charlie. You know what? Left I feel. Him I feel on the table. He walked away from the ego, table. Ethan he all in. I honestly, the problem is my real life feels very much like I'm just podcasting all the time. So the man himself. Oh, like, I already said it. Oh, former impact tag team champion of the world all ego ethan page ethan uh, who page. has a phenomenal phenomenal social media presence he actually just talk about people who i the problem is i want him in the u.s comics movie because this they motherfucker both, has a whole they, they, they do both now he has a whole instagram page dedicated to his figure photography he is a mountain of muscle one so of the bored. top 
He's one of the top 10 free agents in wrestling right now. And motherfucker every day drops one or two amazing pictures on uh, posed by Julian is the Instagram name. Uh, I mean, literally him and I had, we had a nice chat. We had a chat about the Power Ranger figures recently because they're just so goddamn fresh. So I apologize. Cannot insult him regarding his Power Ranger obsession, but Charlie, you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. You know what? And I'll and I'll do so happily. Charlie put together a dynamite Photoshop of the of the man as Booster Gold, and Uh, and he'd be so good. Put it out there to the to the ether, and uh, you know it's so funny though. Right. He's the one that started the- so much that Charlie would think of him to to kick off the topic that I served him on a silver fucking platter. I'm, I'm the worst. God, I'm the worst. You know what the worst part is? Right. You know it's stupid. There's a lot of times in my life where I feel like I get in my own way. Yeah. So like I now? think I think I think all I'm ego. Guessing. I think all ego is is a goddamn amazing performer, um, but also as well as I like. He put up an amazing fig photography piece with Nightwing in it. And I wrote something like, oh, shit, Nightwing's my boy. And just because on social media, sometimes you just want to throw out, like, maybe this person wants to have a Nightwing chat. So I just threw out the question early into his new page. And I asked him, like, oh, who would you cast? And his response, and I don't remember the exact response because I have a terrible memory. But his response was like, ha, 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 how about me? Uh, and then he gave me like who he would actually choose. So I was like, ah, man, no offense. You're not Nightwing. You're too, you're too. Why the fuck would I just let them be like, yep, Charlie, you, Charlie. I'm too honest. So then I felt the need to be like, After this is over. This great episode booster. is over. Go right home. Hug just tight. Because you, I, I hate to be the guy to tell you this. Yep. You were on a COVID first date with this guy and you fucking blew it, son. <laughs> You blew it. That's, that sounds about right. But I like yeah, to why not with... me? Nah, I... you want to be good for the role, sweetheart. No, we yeah, need somebody uh, different. I Stop. thought that was you negging. Is it that negging? I've been in a relationship out, for three years. Actually, I forgot how it works. You're about to get COVID gasoline in a second. You know what, Charlie? Uh, he had it coming. You you did just fine. You know it's, it's, You know you don't you don't want to rush in too much. Who who you don't want him to like you like that? Yeah, you? that's true. That's I'm a big fan of 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 lonely social media presence. Wrap it up. Your birthday's over. Let's pay some bills. Uh, cause just the way I screwed it up with all ego, I'm probably gonna screw up this ad. But one of my favorite bands in all the multiverse is of course Bad Mary. You heard him at the beginning of the episode. You're gonna hear their brand new release cover at the oh, end of tonight's thing, episode. And it is a tight. You can find them on social media, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Bad Mary Band. You can go to their website to buy some stuff off of them: CDs, T-shirts, pins, keychains at BadMary.com. You could just throw dollars at them like you're at some fancy COVID safe club at Patreon.com forward slash Bad Mary. Really far? Exactly. Yeah, it's you know it's hard. I put an envelope. I just mail it. My favorite part is you don't have to do any of that stuff. You should, but all you have to do is if you have any streaming music site, you just pop in Bad Mary and they're there for your listening pleasure. This uh, this next couple months, they're going to release once a month a brand new cover. Yes. Uh, I personally want to listen to them on, uh, so- on Spotify, rather. It makes good listening. Anytime you need it, that's Bad Mary Band on social media. Or if it's easier, 
Throw money at patreon.com forward slash a bad man. Words on and our other sponsor right here on Facebook Gaming. It is Sergeant Finesse. He's streaming right now. Two streams a day, outstanding gaming content, supporter games, giveaways, contests. Don't be a sucker. He does not like it, not even a little bit. Check him out today. Throw him a like, throw him a follow. Consider becoming a supporter. If you need to pick me up, follow the white rabbit down to sneakenergy.com. Use code SGT at checkout. It helps out the stream. Looking for some fresh new gear. Ooh, ooh, maybe a scarf to go along with it. Well, you can't find scarves there, but you can find some other cool shit at geeksunleashed.com. Use card Sarge there, because when Sarge is on deck, oh, you salute. Wrap it up, B. <laughs> Start my clock, baby. Start my clock. Oh, gosh. So all of this, all. <laughs> so all of this nerd glory that's been going on lately has had me deep, deep, deep in that social media well, just trying to find out things that won't spoil the movies that we have coming out, but I need to know what the likelihood is that these Spider-Man cameos are going to be more than uh, just a, a, a quick glance. Because while I would love that for uh, Keanu Reeves or for these other Spider-Men that are popping up in the next Spider-Man movie, there's one specific cameo that I'm desperate that it just lasts longer. And that's my boy Charlie Cox uh, reprising his role as Daredevil. That well led me to a show that I think the first season admittedly left a ton to be desired, but the second season really started correcting the direction of the ship, and that was Iron Fist. Fist. Oh, sorry, sorry. How dare you? Uh, so he did not end up well in Boardwalk Empire. He Boardwalk. did not. Um, Oof, what you get? Can't mess with the Irish broads. That's true. And you know what? It serves him right. Um, <laughs> but what's been what was it really interesting about Iron Fist? was the second season of Iron Fist really ended in a very interesting and a very different uh, place. The mantle had been passed on. We started to learning about older Iron Fist. And we even ended with Danny Rand being in a much different place. He recently took to social media kind of talking about the plan for what was supposed to be season three before their cord was pulled. And, and a lot of people think, um, sometimes even myself, that in the case of iron fist maybe that was the right thing to do uh, it, it it wasn't as heartbreaking as punisher or daredevil was some people at season two still didn't work for them you're kind of making a face like you got a fart were you one of the people that you were like cancel it boo i i don't know if it is this stylish scarf around my you're neck still in mjf mode jrjr if it just has me in that frame of mind, but um, in as much as I loved Punisher, the series, I loved Daredevil, I loved Jessica Jones, uh, I loved Luke Cage, I equally hated Iron Fist. I hated it. Now, the funny thing is, again, walking in the front door, I came from a place where I heard the casting rumors the same time as everybody else, right? I love this cat in Game of Thrones. I'm like, oh, that's the bee's knees. That's dynamite. He's got that tight, curly cap of hair looking like a, a looking like the greatest American hero. Like, that was the only other uh, project that I was really interested in. Seeing him do. <laughs> Believe it or not, I was just in Game of Thrones. Um, 
But then this little barefoot sucker steps on screen. And Charlie, you simply put, again, the scarf is going to do the talking for me in this segment. You cannot, cannot have an iron fist that can't fucking fight. I, I am don't sorry. The scripts were not Shakespearean. This was not a situation where you're like, well, the the the, the lines are going to do the talk and do the storytelling. No, they yeah, weren't. Th there wasn't enough. And also that character, I would argue that character himself almost <laughs> isn't fundamentally interesting enough to not need yeah. every... If I were was predicting what the Iron Fist Netflix series was going to be, do you remember those epic once a season... Nice. Do you remember those epic once a season Daredevil like single shot type scenes where they tried to make it look like it was one giant take for like eight minutes? It's like yeah. the hallway fight scene. And of course, I uh, thought Iron Fist should have been Enter the Badlands. I genuinely thought that every episode of Iron Fist was going to ensure a scene like that. I thought this Could was going to be the kind of like show don't tell series where they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Iron Fist. It's cool. Look at it. I thought his mask all the time, which I was denied for most of the entire two seasons. And I thought he was going to whoop some ass. Now there's that conversation of like, if they spent more time, maybe they could have choreographed it to a point where he, but they, they probably should have hired have someone ready to go. A pre uh, production montage scene yeah. where they literally taught him how to fight. They would have needed that like same moment that every Jean-Claude Van Damme movie has yes. where he trains with like an ancient uh, Asian martial arts master. And he clearly doesn't know the guy cannot fight. Now, the funny thing is that's not his fault. No, no, right? no. Somebody yeah. came to me and said, we need to cast you um, as a fencing master. And I'm like, how much are you going to get paid? Cool, 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 cool. And I'm going to be right there. I can't fence for shit, son. Yeah. I can't. I would thoroughly embarrass myself. However, I'd be at, at, the, at the bank on Fridays cashing them checks. So I really, so you I did just for the fact you shot yourself in the foot because the Adams Family reboot. We're looking at you for Gomez, and you just admitted you can't. No, 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 no. This is a hypothetical scenario. Oh, yeah, because you actually are great at it. If, when, if and when they do cast me, I will learn how to fence before I show up for day and, one. And you've played, you've yeah, played Gomez I've, Adams before. I've came this close to killing an actual pit musician, uh, IRL. So I just imagine like the I already have that. Dude, woof. I was literally <laughs> like pre-planning my sitting in court like, well, Your Honor, what happened was this. I had a lot of butter oh, that day. That. Well, I Charlie, the sword, sword snapped in half. The, the blade of the sword disconnected from the handle of the sword, and it shot through the air like a freaking Scud missile. That Unbelievable. Is, that is ridiculous. But <laughs> one thing I – when if Daredevil happens, right, hmm. and Daredevil allegedly – and again, it's hard to talk about Marvelous. rumors that are on top of rumors, but allegedly he's going to be the daredevil that we very much met. And he's going to come with the the kind of prepackaged backstory. They may not directly reference it, but from what they I understand, I agree. Everyone has seen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles at this point. We know, we know yeah. what happened to this him. little blind bastard upstairs that got the, the yeah. turtles all oozed. 
with that being said, oh, your dad was a boxer named the devil. Okay. First of all, full circle. You bite, you bite, you bite your yeah. tongue. Bite your fucking tongue. It's a scarf. It's a you scarf. say you Sorry. say what you will about my Lord and Sorry, Savior dude. Jesus Christ, but it's... you leave Matt and his dad out of this. Scarf. You and your prop comedy will be the end of the show. Now, the thing that kind of gets me, that got me concerned, was they started talking very recently in the rumor circles about their Punisher is going to get a whole new backstory, but be played by the Netflix Punisher, which is so weird to me. Like, you're keeping an ingredient and then, like, changing the meal, which is strange. And it's part of Punisher, me was, Charlie. It's Punisher. That's true. Now, now here's my question to you. Go ahead. Only because we're we're uh, we're circling like the moons of Saturn here. Um, would you rather retain the backstory established in the Punisher TV show, but recast the actor, or do you want Shane himself to that's pop a very, right that's back a up? Very, that's a very good point. Ended, you know, and, so and that's fork in and the road. True. You, you can I, I have just everything i just feel like if you're gonna go that route of Mm. keeping certain things and this is really the question i'm gonna propose to you for this segment right so you're answering the question kind of so with learned it it from watching you baby um something like iron fist which is arguably like a dirty property now like it needs it needs a refresh that i don't know if the time makes sense but if you were gonna have another, needs it. If you Who's were gonna have another, waiting with bated breath. Well, but for the I, next iteration of Iron Fist. Well, yeah, I but. would love, I would love. Um, I, of course, now the character's name eludes me, but the, but the awesome, ass kicking, genuinely great at everything she did that took over the mantle of Iron Fist in season two. If she showed up for like an Avengers type fight as the new Iron Fist. Let's fucking roll oh, with it. Like, oh, if you want to roll out Daughters of the Dragon and say, like, this is what we're going to go with, yeah, and this is going to be our takeaway, and then maybe I'd she's be totally fine with that. Now, what's interesting is that to me, at least, yeah. Iron Fist really only works. It, it was similar to um, how a creator can take two properties that really are doing less than dick all <laughs> on their own, smash them together, and Iron it Fist shouldn't really Cage. work. Iron Fish only really seems to Iron Fist, rather. Uh, Iron, Iron Fish, Fish is that's actually a, 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 a multiverse version yeah, of Iron Man. Yeah, and, and Aquaman. It's like a tuna. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Man and uh, Aquaman. So, we have heart for the show. <laughs> done. So, um, in, in exactly that same way, um, Green Lantern and Green Arrow work together and shouldn't. They really shouldn't. Like they, they were like, who else do we have that's green? We got Martian Manhunter, no aliens. Like peanut butter and jelly, everybody realizes. But that first fucking genius that was like, yo, peanut butter and fluff, son. Oh, you really you think that's good? Or is that the only thing that's left <laughs> in the cupboard? Yeah, it's all that was left in there. But fuck it. We got bread. Let's yeah, push them together and see what happens. Out it was delicious. Well, here's my question then. Yeah. We now live in this world where what's old is new again i i mean the the you know christopher reeve his take on superman is now going to be a comic series yeah much much in the vein of like batman 66 had a a decent run as a comic book series taking that universe we have this really 
awesome option now that the multiverse in Marvel or uh, or in DC as they make changes, these worlds can bring in the stuff that that works. So for yeah. me, it's obviously Daredevil from the Netflix series. I need him in the MCU. He's my favorite Marvel character. I need him to be part of this. Oh, me Daredevil. Tremendous, tr exactly. Honestly, this, this, you might be the only one left that he hasn't stuck it. So that's and even that's come close. So some of those books I've read, real intimate, uh, just in a bubble bath. Just <laughs> why hey, does man. this issue have double poly bags on it? No reason. No reason. It's not pregnant. I swear. Um, my question to you then is, who would you want to keep? We're getting to keep Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool. He's getting folded in. Who from? the previous marvel movies or marvel tv are you hoping that they keep for the cinematic side or for dc when this eventually all gets rebooted oh. who are you hoping comes over or stays on who's like the number one in your head right now that you're like well this it's simple for me it's it's very simple and and granted it helps that you're you're grabbing up certain characters that I definitely do want to see more of, uh, or that the rumor mill has already said, don't worry about this, John, you're, you're, you're taken care of in this capacity. Uh, personally, um, I felt that kind of like the, the hierarchy of the Marvel Netflix shows was pretty thoroughly accurate, right? Um, the, the way that they kind of put the level of importance, Jessica Jones had a ton of airtime yeah. and that's a character that, handled wrong could very easily become super boring and like people could check out that did not happen whatsoever but that being said specifically from the jessica jones series i'm i need me some more purple man Ooh. i need me some more Kilgrave. and the thing about it is a talent a, a, a all world heavy hitter all-star first baseman, 50 home runs a year, even though he don't weigh 150 pounds, not even close. Uh, David Tennant in the fucking Marvel Cinematic He's Universe. Brilliant. He's he brilliant. He is unbelievable. Everything he touches is gold, even if the source material isn't, because I could definitely see how that same exact scripted material in uh, a, a lesser talent's hands could have come off as real sticky and, and also and a lot of the success let me, let me just finish yeah, my yeah, please a lot of the success from jessica jones series was because she had debatably the best villain also i would i would tag team that with vincent d'onofrio absolutely you need vincent d'onofrio now the odds are if you're gonna get charlie cox we're gonna get vincent d'onofrio and vincent d'onofrio is probably even more suited to step into the wider world, even if we just leave him as like a, a borderline daredevil slash uh, Spider-Man character, Man. he's ready to go. Why? That why? Be... Why re? Why go back to the drawing board unnecessarily? And that's something that cinematically we super haven't seen in mm. Kingpin. Even as much as I love David Tennant and Purple Man, and that's an amazing answer and i want to double back to it real quick but kingpin getting to be this spider-man for and and i know that a lot of people really really love green goblin being the the kind of foe for spider-man no. kingpin 
who is a dare and again i'm saying this as primarily a daredevil fan kingpin is just a great foil and he's so fucking dramatic and so much more than just like a over uh, you know plus size lex Luthor. he's been accused of and if you know the character even a little not to mention vincent d'onofrio literally made such a fucking meal mm-hmm. of that part without ever diving into corny right. and there's some shit that's right there it's on corny boulevard and if it makes a left it's gonna be real fucking shit and instead he took that hard right into just scary as fuck and yet reserved and quiet and when his, he to be his version so of good. the i don't agree with what he's doing but i get why he's doing it was maybe one of the best versions of that kind of trope that I've ever fucking seen. Yeah. Than I've ever seen. Like you to- like you really did ha- in those moments where he wasn't actively doing dirt. You you legitimately like <laughs> he's not I legitimately like bashing someone's fucking, fucking skull in. Like he's married to Superman's moms. Like you gotta give the guy a break, man. Hey, come on. Um, yeah, I no, think he, that's he, great. With Purple Man, yeah. do you want a day one? Do you want David Tennant to get to start that arc again? Or are you coming on the? No, like he's he just, found a way to survive. He's just Purple Man. And if the if comic books can do one thing better than any other resurrection, uh, <laughs> any other thanks for thanks thanks for taking the point. Um, than anything else, yeah, they they bring people back from the dead. As you uh, very actively stole that shit right from my mouth. <laughs> Just, that. As you were saying it, plucked it out of your throat hole. That's like, I'll take that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Sorry, I get excited. Just uh, is- literally had tables full of birthday gifts, and my man is a bottomless pit. That's true. Give me, give me, give me. Delicious. Uh, they, they, you know, I. it also, I can't help but think of, you know, again, for every, like, in humans, there has been there has been so much like interesting stuff done on these old Marvel properties. And there's some that like fantastic four, which is inoffensive. I don't like those movies even yeah, they were, they were relatively harmless. What, what about, and again, I know one that, that you probably didn't say it just because it, at this point, I feel like you have mentioned it before, but the inevitable Batman beyond almost has to be Michael Keaton as old man. Oh, yeah, Bruce totally. Wayne. It's like Absolutely. that, if that doesn't happen, that is a bucket of money left. I, I can't think of literally any other actor who I'd want to see playing old Bruce Bruce Wayne over Keaton. Like I, I just, there, I there, just there's a gravitas to it. And if we learned anything from Homecoming, the guy still has every every like every one of his tools is sharp. And Actors ready to go. are like fine wine; they just keep getting better. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's incredible. Is there anyone on the DC side that you really feel like, well, we have to keep so and so, even if they wound up doing a massive kind of on the other side you of know, the, the both, multiverse? It's interesting because the the extended universes, um, you know, with within several years, uh, kind of, uh, you know, at least paced themselves similarly. So DC had to do some catching up, or at least they felt they did. And very much pulled a final season of Game of Thrones and said, hurry, 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 hurry. Yeah. Uh, but but now both DC and Marvel have found themselves in the multiverse zone, which allows them to kind of just 
pick and choose what what they really liked and what the what worked. Um, I truly feel that at this stage in the game, even though not everybody for for whatever reason, and people are entitled to like or dislike whatever they they want. Um, not everybody seemingly loved Wonder Woman two. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Electric Boogaloo. That's me. Um, I don't think that you can replace Gal Gadot as one of them. You, ju- you just can't do it. I would far more prefer if I had only one actor to keep out of the current extended DC yeah. uh, cinematic universe. Make it be her. Make it be her. Now, now here's the thing. Answer. We've already had Flash do the crossover. The movie yeah. Flash has come, uh, and DC was kind of uh, first to the table to do that. That you know those crossovers, and they ironically did, also they with the speedster. Well, here's the thing: they did it with the uh, they did it with the TV series, and look, you know, I, I I'll follow my own rules. I'm not going to say they're good or bad. I am not really all in for the DC TV shows. I'm just not. It's not my cup of tea. Uh, and I certainly will make fun of them too, Charlie. Off air, but I thought it was really neat that they did go down that road. And also, like when you're talking about one actor, two parts, you know, we've already we've already had uh, within the DC uh, world, we've had a single, you know, one actor playing multiple characters in their universe. So for them, also the multiverse is very much a real thing. If I could only keep one, literally one person, it, it'd be Gal. Uh, let make her be the linchpin. Yeah, my my stretch my stretches because I, I you know Wonder Woman is for me she's undeniable right now. She is kind of the one thing that has probably been best served combining material. Yeah, because she was even good in the worst movies that she appeared in. Exactly right. She Never kind her of, fault. She kind of did her her thing. If I was to include the the TV side, which I very much am, uh, I think Constantine right now that that actor is so he's a great fucking good yeah. um and has only been able to really have very even in his own series it like wasn't on the cw so it wasn't originally intended to be part of this bigger universe and then when he wound up on legends he's consistently the best part i would love for him to get to be part of justice league dark or or you know even if there was a big avengers type moment in a dc film where these heroes are just showing up it would be so great to yeah. see him in a big and if anybody way. could just show up who better than constantine yeah and and you know and then part of my my heart uh will always want um uh brandon ralph uh who who was superman and superman returns he also you know he got to shrink and play the atom in a and uh but more importantly he also got to play this kind of you know, kind of Kingdom Come-esque Superman. And while I wouldn't want him for a Kingdom Come movie, if it was relegated to just, we're showing a bunch of Superman, I, I of course, would want him to have one more cinematic moment. And my Fight dream... Apple. Yeah, exactly right. Because even the animated Batman has gotten a chance. Rude. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, boys. No, and no, girls. no, 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 no. I am not sure if this is just your newly acquired geezer status, but Charlie, ladies and gentlemen, people of the oh, jury, a whole Charlie was very, very much going to steamroll and take you past. It's a very good track. 
going on in U.S. comics. And I am not. I'm the loving brother. I'm the one with the scarf. You understand? I won't let him do that to you. I don't care about Charlentine's Day after the fact. Guys, this week in U.S. comics, there is the haps, as they like to say. Now, granted, they say the best things in life are free, but this ain't one of them. This is some goody good stuff, but it's going to cost you. It's going to cost you a little of effort. And, Charlie, this is going to be actually news to you, so maybe for once pay attention when I'm talking on the show. We have no fewer than 100 rubber-backed ceramic laser-cut griffin pins headed our way right now as we speak. 100, uno, cero, cero, 100 pins for your Goonie Google cells that you cannot get as a gift. It's not Christmas. It's not Hanukkah. It's not even Charlentine's Day anymore. It is U.S. Comics Day. So in order to earn yourself a one and a quarter inch by one and a quarter inch Griffin pin, die cut, the whole Griffin shape, the whole nine yards, it's going to require you to like and share our next post on Instagram, on Facebook. You can mail it to your Aunt Tilly. I don't care how you do it. If you like it and you share it, DM me and I will mail you a beautiful brand new Griffin pin for your bubbling lips to kiss at night. Oh, even though he's got the beak, still, still such a good kisser. And he flies away in the morning. So, no, uh, no uh, embarrassing conversation. No breakfast talk. You're like, oh, where are we going with this? Uh, where you are in your life? None of that stuff. So, earn yourself a Griffin pin. Get to work. That's the haps in U.S. comics. Charlie, wrap it up, son. I love it, and I'm always. Can I? Can I get one of those pins if I? You know what you gotta do. Nothing in life is free, bro. Fair enough. Fair enough. For my brother, the CEO and co-founder of U.S. Comics. I, of course, am the other co-founder and COO of U.S. Comics. We are the Brothers Rivera, and at least John might be a little bit better than you, but there is only one way that we leave this show week after week right here on YouTube, right here on Facebook, right here on any format you can find a podcast. U.S. Comics HQ is all of our social media. U.S. Comics Cast is how you find the show. But my brother, now they know where to find us. They know where to find that post Mm -hmm. to like and retweet. Tell them, John, how do we end the show? It's real simple, suckers. Pay attention. First, you got to turn the power on. Then you got to turn the volume up. Then you got to tune Bad Mary in and open up the window wide and scream out into the night. Save me, space girl. We out. Kiss the ring.